Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is 7 News with Angie Asimus. Good morning. There are urgent fears this morning. A potentially deadly virus similar to SARS has made its way to Australia. A Brisbane man spent the night in isolation amid fears he's the first Australian infected with a deadly new virus from China. Travellers from China to Australia will now be subject to intense scrutiny and checked for any symptoms of the disease before entering the country. An army of health specialists has been mobilised in the city of Wuhan where the coronavirus is believed to have originated in an attempt to stop it from spreading across the world. The virus causes a type of pneumonia and has already claimed six lives. No vaccine exists. There's been a dramatic development in the royal family scandal overnight. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex are threatening legal action against the world's media over photos taken of Meghan out walking her dogs in Canada. The move is sparking furious debate this morning. For more, let's go to our reporters, Amelia Brace in Vancouver Island, where Meghan and Harry are staying, and Hugh Whitfeld in London. First to you, Amelia, a bold move from the Duke and Duchess of Sussex overnight. Yeah, absolutely, Angie. Day one of their new life here on Vancouver Island and the Sussexes say that it is already untenable, angry about a group of paparazzi that they say have been camping outside their multi-million dollar mansion here on the island. As you mentioned, uh, Megan particularly upset about the photographs taken of she and Archie walking the dogs through a local park yesterday. She says she was effectively stalked and spied upon by a photographer hiding in the bushes who then ambushed her to take the those snaps. Now, the couple has also raised concerns about photographers trying to use long lenses to get shots inside their home and also about the driving practices of photographers here on the island. It is worth noting that despite their complaints, the couple actually enjoyed uh, a level of respect under the laws in the United Kingdom. But those do not apply here in Canada. So as far as the new couple, uh, as far as it goes for the new couple, it is fair game for them here in North America. All right, let's go to Hugh Whitfeld now in London. Hugh, back in the UK, serious questions still remain over the couple's plans to leave their royal roles. Well, Angie, uh, it's been reported that the Queen wanted all of this resolved relatively quickly, so it didn't overshadow key events involving working members of the royal family this week, including events hosted by William and Kate and Prince Charles's trip to Israel for Holocaust commemorations. That meant that the deal was essentially rushed through over the last 13 days or so, and it means that there are still some details to work out, like exactly how uh, Harry and Meghan will be referred to. Now, we were originally told they'd be called Harry, Duke of Sussex, 
Sussex and Meghan, Duchess of Sussex. But they are terms that are used to describe divorced members of the royal family, like Diana, Princess of Wales. So there's going to be, it seems, a fresh discussion about that. There are also continuing uh, concerns about the commercial nature of uh, Harry and Meghan's income earning going forward. And on that, another member of the royal family has uh, courted some controversy in the last 24 hours. Peter Phillips has been uh, exposed, essentially, as flogging milk uh, in China on a Chinese television commercial, uh, including the immortal line, this is what I drink, and the caption, British royal family member Peter Phillips. Now, it's not the first time that Peter Phillips has courted a bit of controversy in terms of how he earns a living, but he does have to earn a living. He's never had an HRH, a His Royal Highness. He's never had a title. That was Princess Anne's uh, wish for her son and daughter, uh, Zara, when they were born. But it will be the word uh, royal that could bring him unstuck and the Sussexes with that brand, Sussex Royal, with palace officials keeping a keen eye on developments. Thanks very much to you both. Another royal scandal is unfolding this time in Denmark involving our own Crown Princess Mary. In an interview, her husband Prince Frederick revealed the family planned to holiday at a Swiss ski resort. However, he went on to say they were going to stay at a chalet which he had owned for 10 years and which he rents out when he's not using it. It sparked major backlash in Denmark because the royal family lives on a public allowance and is not supposed to purchase foreign assets without approval of the parliament. Mary and Frederick say they will no longer rent out the chalet. Melbourne will be hit with hot, dry and windy conditions today, giving fire authorities cause for concern. A total fire ban has been declared for six districts. Dry lightning is also expected, which could spark new blazes. Wind gusts are up to 80 kilometres an hour of forecast. Emergency crews are concerned if a fire starts, it will be very difficult to stop. To make matters worse, there is also the chance of yet another powerful storm as the cleanup continues from the last system, which swept through on Sunday. Power is being restored to homes across Queensland's southeast this morning after severe weather caused a number of outages. Two storms carrying destructive winds and large hailstones hit the state's coast, leaving 18,000 homes without power. More storms are predicted later this afternoon after hot and humid conditions across the state. Brisbane is expected to reach 34 degrees today after temperatures barely dip below the mid-20s overnight. The Prime Minister has called for a national standard for hazard reduction in bushfire zones in the wake of the bushfire crisis. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra. Olivia, the PM says it's as important as monitoring carbon emissions. Yeah, and possibly even more so, he says. He argues that it has an even more direct impact on the bushfires. He has flagged this national standard for hazard reduction birds and even possibly naming and shaming the states that don't meet those targets, given control burns in Victoria have been well below what was recommended in the wake of Black Saturday. Only about half of the hazard reduction burns planned for Queensland since 2016 have been completed, though experts have warned uh, conditions have to be right, more burning is likely to be ineffective against many of the fires seen this summer. Scott Morrison still working on a proposal for a royal commission into the bushfire crisis to put to cabinet. The inquiry would consider not only emissions reductions but measures to adapt to the changing climate. The state still have to, the, to agree but the inquiry wouldn't last any longer than six months so they can use the findings to better prepare for the fire season next year. Angie. All right, thank
Thanks very much, Olivia. The stage is set for a political showdown in the US Senate today as President Trump's historic impeachment trial begins. 7 News US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney joins me now live from Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. Ash, proceedings have just begun. Yeah, we are expecting a bitter political fight to get underway here on Capitol Hill today, Angie, as this historic impeachment trial gets started. Democrats are furious. There's still no commitment to witnesses being called. They believe this is a uh, cover-up for Donald Trump's wrongdoings. Each side will have 24 hours over two days to present their case, uh, meaning that these hearings could go uh, late into the night. Donald Trump Trump is widely expected to be acquitted given Republicans do have control of the Senate, uh, but he'll be watching closely regardless, not from D.C., but from Davos, Switzerland, where he's presenting at the World Economic Forum impeachment, clearly still front and centre. Well, we're here meeting with the world leaders, the biggest, uh, most important people in the world, and we're bringing back tremendous business in the United States, and they're all here to see. Uh, I'll be making a speech, and then we'll be leaving shortly. Uh, but I think it's very important. Uh, the other's just a hoax. It's the witch hunt that's been going on for years, and it's frankly, it's disgraceful. Donald Trump went on to deliver his address at this forum, which is focusing on climate destruction and sustainability, uh, criticising climate activists as, quote, prophets of doom uh, sitting in the si on the sidelines in this address was teen activist Greta Thunberg. The pair have come to clashes in the past before, Angie. Thank you, Ash. Another factory fire has broken out in Sydney right near the airport. The blaze in Mascot sent huge plumes of smoke billowing over runways yesterday. More than 80 firefighters have been working throughout the night to get the blaze under control. At this stage, it's not known exactly how the fire started. A fire has ripped through large parts of Lane Cove Public School in northern Sydney with flames churning out large clouds of black smoke. It started in the school hall, shutting down surrounding streets as crews fought to control the blaze. No one was inside the hall at the time. Crews are still unsure how the fire began. Melbourne's reputation as a safe city has taken another blow. An overseas student has desperately fought off a sex predator who stalked her right to the front door of her South Bank apartment. The attack has left the young woman deeply shaken and so scared she's unsure if she will stay in the city. Having grown up in strife-torn Colombia, this young woman has suffered the fright of her life in Melbourne. I pretend that this is a bad dream. Stalked through South Bank by a lurking predator. I used to be a very strong woman to stay here. But I'm not feeling the same. Around two o'clock on Saturday morning, the English student was walking home from a King Street nightclub. The suspect in the black hoodie began to follow her along South Bank Boulevard. Every time he went into lit areas, um, areas that are possibly covered by CCTV footage, the hood went up and the head went down. The first hint of danger for the victim was when he snuck in after she'd entered her apartment building on Kavanagh Street. Her terror grew as he followed her into a lift before he grabbed her and attempted to drag her away as she opened her unlocked front door. He was behind me and put his hand in my mouth and the other hand in my chest to, to 
I don't know to pressure by him. One of the victim's flatmates responded to her screams for help and scared away the attacker. He's believed to be aged in his 20s, Caucasian, 170 centimetres tall, with brown eyes and dark eyebrows. A predator turned fugitive. Yesterday was my first day alone in the streets. I, I feel that someone wanted to attack me. And it's really hard. I just want to be safe again. Okay? Cameron Bow, 7 News. A Kangaroo Island farmer has shared a heartwarming reminder of hope despite the bushfire devastation. Isaac Martlu rescued this tiny ringtail after he lost his grip while holding on to mum. The little fella was found stiff and freezing, but he slowly warmed up in front of the heater, snuggled into his hero's hand. Isaac is one of the many Kangaroo Island residents helping the native wildlife. Incredible pictures have captured the moment. Devastating workers were forced to flee after a factory explosion in Nigeria. At least three people have died, but authorities are expecting that number to rise. Huge flames ripped through the pipeline oil factory following the explosion, with neighbouring houses also destroyed. Police are investigating the cause, but say it was likely caused by thieves attempting to steal oil. Eleven people have been killed in another devastating fire, this time at a sawmill in Siberia. The victims were workers at the factory and died when their on-site dormitory caught fire. One person remains missing. Fire crews were called to the building to find it destroyed. Authorities say the cause was likely a malfunctioning electric heater. Violent snowstorms sweeping across Spain have left four people dead, prompting severe weather warnings throughout Europe. Storm Gloria has wreaked havoc, bringing heavy flooding and strong winds. More than 200,000 people were left in the dark, with blackouts recorded throughout the country. More than 80 centimetres of snow fell in just one day, causing major transport delays. The weather system has also moved to France, with witnesses calling it the worst storm in decades. Well, drought-stricken farmers in northern New South Wales are receiving an incredibly generous gift from Victoria just in time for Australia Day. A mountain of hay will be heading north to help those struggling with the big dry. Stacks of generosity from Horsham farmers. It's a good, good feeling inside basically because you know it's going to be going to a place that, that needs it more than what we do here at the moment. Amazingly, this hay mountain was collected from 30 locals in just three weeks. Seeing what they've got up there is, yeah, absolutely heartbreaking. And from today, bales are being loaded for a convoy of compassion to drought-stricken colleagues up north. People care because we all know it can happen to us at any point, whether it's a fire or a drought, it can happen to us. Trucks will leave here on Thursday. Join more at St Arnold, more again at Burrumbuttock. The 200-strong convoy will parade through Sydney before distributing hay around Armadale on Sunday, Australia Day. This is the convoy's biggest depot, around 7,000 bales. All up, by the time they get north, they should have the grand total of around 10,000 bales, worth $1 million to distribute. There won't be many dry eyes, I would think. Even the big burly farmers that haven't cried in years will get up there and think, geez, this is, you know, this is amazing. These farmers know what drought is like. So they feel this is their duty. Victoria's got your back for sure. Yeah, that will always be there to help out when needed. Nick McCallum, 7 News.
It was a great night for the Aussies at the Australian Open as 10 homegrown players have made the second round. Nick Kyrgios started his campaign in style against Lorenzo Sonego, knocking off the Italian in straight sets. And the world number 26 tributed the win to his injured mate, Alex Dimonor. I'm still heartbroken about Demon, and if he's watching this, that was for you, little fella. Um, you know, I uh, hope you're resting up. Alexei Poprin progressed after former finalist Joe Wilfred Songer retired hurt when two sets to down to one. Yeah, it's, that's, this is a painful one, man. I've never felt like this after a match. Um, you know, he was, he was my favourite player as a kid. Fourth seed Daniel Medvedev beat Francis Tiafo in four sets and seventh seed Alexander Zverev cruised through in three. The Melbourne Renegades star has been hospitalised after a frightening collision in the Big Bash. The Hobart Hurricanes thumped their way to three for 190 with not even the security guards safe. But it was the fourth over of the Renegades chase that left the crowd holding their breath after Sam Harper collided with Kane's bowler, Nathan Ellis. Oh, Harper, huge collision. And he's gone down heavily here, got in a tangle with Ellis. And that looked nasty. Harper wanted to continue but was forced off by the doctors and later diagnosed with concussion. The Hurricanes went on to win by four runs. That win leaves the Hurricanes within striking distance of the top five while the Renegades stay last. The top five teams qualify for the finals. Tonight, the Adelaide Strikers host the ladder-leading Melbourne Stars. You can watch it live and free across the screens of seven. The Melbourne victory have bounced back from a challenging week after thumping Bali United in Asian Champions League qualifying. The victory proved far too good for the Indonesian champions, running out 5-0 winners. How about that? All the time and easy as you like. Welcome back to Victory Colours. Victory play Kashima Antlers next Tuesday for a place in the Champion League proper. The Oli Roos can clinch a first Olympics berth with 12 years with victory against South Korea in the AFC under 23 championship tonight. We don't even talk about Olympic qualification. We talk about winning the Asian Cup uh, or getting to the final of the Asian Cup and the rest will look after itself. Matildas start their qualification campaign against Chinese Taipei next week. The new Wallabies coach had his first day at rugby headquarters, so they welcomed Dave Rennie with a smoking ceremony traditionally used for blessing and healing sickness, sadness and worries. The New Zealander replaces Michael Checker after a turbulent four years. Rennie's on a 10-day visit from Glasgow before starting full-time in June, but wasn't available for interviews. After a relatively relaxed ride through the Barossa Valley for the best part of 150 kilometres, the first stage of the Tour Down Under was decided in a furious sprint finish. Irishman Sam Bennett scored a narrow win and the leader's ochre jersey. The Tour Down Under is live and free on seven all week. We're taking a look at the weather around the country now. A monsoon trough is bringing thunderstorms to the northern tropics. A trough along the eastern seaboard is triggering thunderstorms in southern Queensland. Around the capitals, Brisbane, partly cloudy, 34 degrees. Sydney, sunny, 29. Canberra, sunny, 32. Melbourne, windy with rain, 32. Hobart, rain developing, 28. Adelaide, mostly sunny, 26. Perth, mostly sunny, 25. And Darwin, thunderstorms and 29. And that is seven early news for this Wednesday, the 22nd of January. I'm Angie. Yes, Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.